Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, please like and subscribe. I am delighted to be joined by Jamie Driscoll, who is currently the mayor of the north of Tyne. He was, of course, the Labour mayor. Um, what I would say a huge amount of praise from actually across the political spectrum uh, for what he's achieved in that mayoralty. Some would have thought then that at the very least, with the new Northeast combined authority being created, the Labour Party would at least shortlist the guy so that Labour members could vote on him for that particular post. Not to be, unfortunately. So, Jamie, let's firstly... Hello. Hi. Hello. Um, what's happened since is having been barred from standing, so Labour members have had their democratic rights assert, uh, they're not allowed, they weren't allowed to say whether they wanted you to be the candidate for the North East mayoralty. Uh, you've now resigned from the Labour Party. Uh, you've set up a fundraiser, um, a GoFundMe, to raise money for it. You initially, your initial target was 25000 You said if you get that by the end of August then uh, you would stand, but if not, you wouldn't. You managed that in two hours, and now you're on nearly 88,000, which by the time this video is out of date, will be completely... Sorry, this video goes up, would be out of date. What does that... T- I mean, firstly, what, what's your response to that, just in terms of how much you've raised and what, what that tells you? Uh, it's really... I mean, politicians say this, but genuinely, it's really quite humbling. I'm quite surprised. Um when Labour first barred me, and, and everybody knows that was just a total sham, they don't do, they don't do due diligence on, the, on, on right-wing candidates, we know that. Um, and um, the response immediately was one of outrage from Labour members. Uh, and it's notable that Labour have not published the number of votes in that election, by the way, because I think the turnout will be really low, because I know the majority of Labour members are now going to vote for me as an independent, they've told me. Um, so we got in that situation, what are we going to do? And it was a conversation with my family when my youngest son, he's 15, he said, look, Dad, you're going to be fighting for the climate emergency. You're going to be fighting for better jobs for people. He says, why not fight for the position where you can actually do something about it? And I thought he was right. We're at a beer festival on uh, local, I live in Newcastle, just around the corner, local church hall. People coming up to me, and I don't know who they are, shaking my hand and saying, I hope you run as an independent. I've had Tories, Tory councillors have said, I hope you run as an independent, I'll vote for you. Labour councillors, Lib Dems, all of them. And so when everybody's saying you should run as an independent, then, well, you know, you've got to listen. Um, not everyone, you know, wants to do it, but I'm the one who created this devolution deal for this new authority, spent years negotiating. We're talking about working cross-party. I managed to persuade Michael Gove and Simon Clark and Grant Shapps to give us more money than any other part of England. So uh, I'm not going to do a David Cameron and walk away. <laughs> so I've, I've created this thing. I want now to do with it. So, you know, it's about getting the best transport system. I want that back in public ownership. I know I can do it. I know we can get the, the numbers of people using it to the point where we can fund free travel for under 18s. That's, that's great for dealing with child poverty. It's great for the climate emergency. So it really is about the practical things in the Northeast. Um, and the idea of putting out a, a fundraiser, you know, going up against big party machines with their slick press offices, 
uh, that's that requires resources. And uh, we thought, right, it's going to be about 150 grand to run the campaign, we reckon, to run a good campaign. So if we can raise 25 by the end of August, we'll probably be on target. Smash that in two hours. Um, and as you're saying, it's on 80-odd thousand now. Um, and I've had some other donors say, well, I want to donate a large amount of money, um, but I don't want to pay the, the commission on these things. You know, can I, can I do that? So I think there'll be a little bit more coming in. Um, we're going to win. <laughs> Just before I come on to that, so, I mean, because I want to ask you about that and your plans, genuinely, and your record. But um, the the Labour Party didn't actually say why they barred you, but it's been suggested that was because you did a sit-down event with Ken Loach, mm. who is one of Britain's most celebrated filmmakers, it should be said. So the BBC in the North East did a, well, lauded um, him recently after he, he his film, which is based in the North East, which is obviously the region that you're running for but what's your what's your take on the reasons for why they barred you what was going on and was there any sense beforehand they were going to do this yeah i, mean, I did do a, an event with ken loach so the live theater is a, a great community arts venue in newcastle it was his 50th birthday celebrations they said look you know ken loach can you can we can we do an event with him where you're talking about film and the region i said yeah i'd love to his last three feature films have been set here hi daniel blake sorry we missed you and the latest one the Old Oak, which comes out in September. Um, so that's what we talked about. And then life in general and football and, you know, um, basically two old blokes chewing the fat. Um, and then the Labour Party have briefed saying, oh, well, you can't do that. Now, I find that very bizarre because Keir Starmer was in a Ken Loach film. He was in McLeibel. And he might say, oh, yeah, but well, that was a long time ago. But he used clips of that in his 2020 election campaign video. And nobody's asked him to apologise. And this is out there, and people know he's done it. So why haven't JLM asked him to apologise for that if they think there's something wrong? I don't think there's anything wrong in talking to Ken Loach. Now, he's refuted the, the accusations against him, and we've got to take his word for that. I don't think Ken Loach is anti-Semitic. Um, I think he has strong views in Israel, and a lot of people might not do, agree with him, and that's fine. That's that's fair debate. Um, Ed Miliband uh, recently, uh, in the last couple of years, invited Ken Loach onto his cheerful podcast to talk about, well, guess what, films. So there's a massive, well, hypocrisy there, isn't there? So it only seems to be people who support the policies that Keir Starmer was elected on who get accused of doing anything. Whereas the actual guy who stood on those policies, <laughs> who's used his association with Ken Loach for electoral benefit, well, that's fine. So basically, when they brief or tell you you're not on the shortlist, or long list even, the gist is, we don't think you're good enough. Based on your record as mayor, how would you refute the idea that you're not of whatever the quality that is needed as a Labour candidate based wow. on that? That is interesting, that one, isn't it? So um, they initially said, oh, it's because you spoke to Ken Loach and, you know, we can't have that. Um, and then I refuted that and they said, um, OK, um, you didn't meet the standard required to be a mayor. Uh, well, I am a mayor. Yes. Um, and I've created thousands of jobs, good jobs, backed by our good work pledge. Um, I've created, I've got a target from government for how many I'm supposed to create. And in four years, I've created 15 years worth of jobs. Um for in terms of training people so they get better skills, everyone talks about the skills gap and labour shortages. We've increased that from 22,000 a year to 33,000 a year on the same budget. I mean, that's pretty good value for money. That speaks to economic competence. But what we've done, and as, as 
you know, socialists, what we really care about is what difference that's made. And 45% of the people who get these courses are from minority ethnic backgrounds. 56% are women, um, which is reversing the trend, which usually women do less uh, adult education than men. 21% I self-identify as either um, neurodiverse or disabled. So that's not talking about equalities. That's actually making it happen in people's lives. And we've managed to do that because we've cut out big outsourcing companies and consultants. We work directly with the training providers. We do it in communities. And we make free, flexible courses available so that people can work around their work commitments or their caring commitments. I mean, that's the sort of thing that you would expect a Labour government to be shown from the rooftops. You know, this is economic competence and social justice at the same time. I've shown it can be done. And maybe that's the reason they got rid of me. Who knows? Does it hurt to stand against the Labour Party? Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Um, I don't know. I'm a fairly rational guy. You just got to take it. You know, the, the the slings and arrows of outrageous politics is is what you deal with. Um, I joined the Labour Party in 1985 as a teenager, and uh, my well, actually I can't say this now. Um, my brother isn't a member anymore because he resigned yesterday. My two teenage sons, my mum, my wife. So you know, very strong Labour background, and I was regional chair of the Young Socialists back in the eighties. You know, so I've done just about every job you can in the Labour Party. Uh, and for them to say you've done everything right, you've created thousands of jobs, you've you've shown economic competence, you've been hugely successful in bringing diversity. That's not good enough. We're going to parachute someone in. It's just it gets to the point where it's Kafkaesque. So you can't even get angry or hurt about it. you just got to say, look, there is no rationality. There is no logic involved in anything they're doing. And I think, you know, you hear them banging on at the moment about, oh, but, you know, we've got to win an election, economic competence. Of course you've got to win an election. Who, who disagrees with that? But that doesn't explain why you sit down with Google and then three days later reverse the policy on, teching, on taxing big tech companies, handing back three million quid from your plan when you say we need all the money we can get. Um, 
Where's the vote in in giving tax breaks to big tech companies? Even the owners of big tech companies don't like each other. (laughs) Um, Someone say, though, look, you might be upset, you might be angry about about what's happened, but the Tories now put forward a first-past-the-post electoral system for the mayoralty, so it's not... You don't get to rank candidates. It's not proportional representation Mm. either. And then if you've got you standing and a Labour candidate standing, the Tory will come through the middle. What would you say about that? Um, well, first things first, if that was a worry, don't block successful candidates who have a massive following you know, <laughs> on them um, is where this, this lies. But I don't think that's true. If you talk about the Tory vote, there isn't a Tory vote in the North East anymore. That was, in 2019 in particular, that was very much a we are unhappy because the Labour Party um, promised that they would honour the referendum and they haven't. So that was a huge part of that. And in 21, when Durham lost Labour for the first time ever, the tribal loyalties have broken down. So we can't assume they're going back to Labour. Um, I think they will vote for a strong regional voice, someone like me, someone who's a strong believer in progressive patriotism. Um, You know, you can see my flags behind. There's a pride flag right next to the Union flag and the the Northumberland flag. and my dad drove a tank in the army. My brother served in the navy when the Falklands was on. Um, and I'm not, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an engineer by profession. I'm a black belt in jiu-jitsu. I'm not the sort of sandal-wearing um, Islington type of person that, that puts perhaps a lot of people off in the northeast. You know, I, I am um, the red wall voter. You know, I left school at 16. So I think from that side of things, then all the tactical votes are going to come to me. So I really don't think this is going to happen. I think there's going to be more Labour members will vote for me than will vote for the Labour candidate. A couple of other things. Um, this week, um, Keir Starmer announced that Labour would be keeping the two-child benefit limit, which the Tories introduced, George Osborne introduced originally, which has plunged 250,000 children into poverty and another 800,000 further into poverty. Um, it would cost an estimated $1.3 billion or so uh, to reverse, which is about a tenth of a percent of total government expenditure, but Labour said that there isn't enough money to do that. What do you think about that? And what, what do you think that says about where the Labour Party is now headed under Keir Starmer, bearing in mind what he promised when he stood for the leader in 2010, 2020? Yeah, there's a few points in that, isn't there? I mean, first of all, if you keep breaking your promises and talk about electoral um, electoral ability at the same time whether well, there's a cognitive dissonance reduction going on there because breaking your promises is going to make you less likely to be elected people remember they really do um when we're talking about keeping children in poverty that is extraordinarily expensive you can't say we're going to remove sticking plaster politics and say we're only thinking about the short term having kids growing up with ill health with shortening life expectancy and healthy life expectancy, which is what's happening with poor educational outcomes, is not compatible with a successful uh, economy and a high productive economy. And that every economist will tell you that. So it makes no economic sense to do that. To say, well, we can't afford 1.3 billion to stop kids in poverty. I was talking to someone who used to work in the Blair Policy Unit in the 90s, who told me, they're outraged by this as well. You know, this is not Blairism. This is like neo-Blairism. It's gone way beyond that. And they said the Labour Party is a moral movement or it is nothing. So it doesn't work economically. It doesn't work on any level of morality. And it's not got any electoral sense behind it either if you're going to keep breaking your promises. What you do is you take on the argument and you win. Reasonable. 
but maybe, perhaps not in the modern Labour Party with uh, Keir Starmer. Um, unfortunately, one-on-one -on -one breakfast with very rich Tory donors. Thumbs up. Children out of poverty, not so much. Finally then, very quickly, if you're going to do a very quick elevator pitch, why I, Jamie Discord, now the independent candidate for the North East mayoralty, should be the, the winner, the victor, what would it be succinctly? It would be. I'm going to deliver a total transport network that integrates buses, metro, heavy rail, car clubs and bike hire into a single transport system that will get you where you want to go, that will be safe, we'll have guards on the trains, we'll have free transport for under-18s. Well, you know, that's pretty good. I'm going to create a job for everyone who wants one and make sure the training courses are there so that people who've got difficult places in their lives, they have a future to earn decent money. And I'm going to continue to tackle the climate emergency. And the reason you know I'll deliver that is because I've already started doing it. I've got a track record that's second to none in terms of delivery. And as a strong independent voice, I'm not going to be a puppet of Westminster. I'll put the Northeast first. Bam! Quite a pitch there for people to think over. Uh, well, I have to say, Jamie, who knows now? I mean, by the time this video is up, what the fundraiser will be up to. I think it does speak to the fact there's a very large constituency of people in this country who haven't bought into the new consensus, which exists between Rishi Sinak um, and Keir Starmer. And I know a lot of Labour members, both current and former, and Labour supporters, um, who are looking very carefully at what happens in the Northeast and thinking very carefully about what happens next politically. Labour likely to win the next election, but if they uh, carry on governing as they've set out, who knows what that will mean politically and what openings will, will happen. So I'll be watching very carefully what happens, and I'm sure lots of other people will as well. So thanks so much for joining us, Jamie. Really, really appreciate your time, and I'm sure we will speak soon. Cheers, Aaron. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.